1: to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential.
2: Hi, Nicole Spirkeli. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here. You're the chief operating officer and co founder of Thrivacy, which we're going to go deep into what you all do, and why privacy matters for employees, contractors, customers, and those entrepreneurs, a lot of the entrepreneurs operate as contractors and vendors. So we're going to go into all of that. But I'd love for you to share with our audience just a little bit about your backstory and how Thrivacy came to be.
0: Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me today. So, you know, like
2: many entrepreneurs
0: in the journey, start in one place, have this path that kind of goes a little bit awry until you find your your calling or your passion. Um, I was really fortunate to start my career um, on the people side of the house and work with some great companies where I led people teams um, and found my passion for tech. And left that and started um, after many, many years working with early stage founders as a coach and consultant, Mm -hmm. often helping them uh, align their purpose and their vision to the systems and processes to help them scale and grow. And I found that my superpower is seeing order and chaos. Mm -hmm. And so I had a lot of fun doing that, spent a lot of years just helping people put in systems and processes to scale and grow and learn that to align that to their to their purpose and their culture. Um, like everybody else, when COVID hit, took that opportunity to say, you know, what is it that I really love doing? Where am I finding my strength? Where am I finding my, my love and what's draining me? Um, I like to say I was eating, decided to eat my own dog food, if you will. <laughs> and I realized that, you know, I wasn't constantly filling my own bucket by being Mm -hmm. a coach and consultant anymore. And what I was missing was being hands-on all the time with just one team. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get back to being with one company. Mm -hmm. Um, Along the same time, I was very fortunate to be a mentor at an accelerator uh, through Startup Wind. And one of the companies in that accelerator was Thrivacy. Actually, our corporate name is Validity and Thrivacy is our first branded product. And, Interesting. I love validity.
2: Where did that come from? Uh, it
0: was the a brainchild, the concept name of two of our other co-founders, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we started. Um, we started at the University of South Carolina. Our co-founder and CEO is a professor there. of blockchain. Um, this Gordon knows just everything about blockchain and crypto huh. and mm-hmm. privacy and how it should work and how it should be powered. And I get to learn from him every day about technology and all these great things that I still wrapping my arms around. Mm. Um, And he always encourages his students to solve for as an entrepreneur, how can you use this technology to solve for a problem? And that's what startups are supposed to be about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And one of the students said, I want to solve for this problem that I see, which is, um, I think as students, we are giving away way too much information when we go into bars and show our driver's license. And if you think about it, you know, why does a bartender need to know everything about you?
2: Yeah. They, no, I guess they just, just need knowing to know day. if you're overage or that's under. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's all.
0: And how scary is that? If you go in and they can see all this information, they could stalk
1: you.
2: Hmm. Right, Yeah.
1: And
0: I'm a, I have a mother of a 21 year old. I don't want them knowing where she lives. or if someone's on, you know, unfortunately having a hard time and now they have your credit card and then they have your address. That information is very valuable when put together. There's just a lot of things that can happen when that information is out there, which mm-hmm. is the heart of what privacy is about and you controlling it. And together, they came up with this concept. They ultimately were in this accelerator with the third co-founder that came to be, which is doing our our product and tech side. Mm -hmm. Fell in love with the concept. I was invited to be an advisor, absolutely jumped at the chance. And a couple months later said, listen, I'm ready to join a company full time. And they said, well, join us. And the rest Mm -hmm. is history. And I've I've been with the organization for a year now. That's awesome. And that's the problem we're working to solve, which is how do we use technology to help people take back control of their identity um, through our decentralized digital identity wallet?
2: I love it. You know, what's interesting about this? I recall a number of years ago, My husband and i were heading towards the altar and uh so i put into a number of places where i could get the dress get the venue and there was this place that did all the setting up uh, a wet wedding planning stuff and Mm -hmm. so they said oh congratulations you're the winner of like you could win your free wedding and we'll do Mm -hmm. the pictures and uh, but you know you just need to come to the office with your to be husband and pick up the prize. I was like, Oh, my gosh, this is so awesome. So we go there and they have us sitting there for two hours. Basically, it was a sales thing where they trapped us in there for two hours to tell us about all the things they could sell us, you know, from the DJ to the, you know, whatever. And basically, at the end, the only thing we really won, quote, unquote, was a piece of paper that said we could get free Yankee tickets. um, um, But we just have to fill out this form. And I'm like, All right. so give me the form never been to a Yankee game. Uh, So they give me the form. The first thing on the form is my social security number. And I'm like, writing, writing it down. My husband rips the form out of my hand and, and, you know, scrapes it out and said, What are you doing? We're not giving them any of this information. If they want to give us Yankee tickets, they can give us Yankee tickets in our hand. We're not giving them any of our personal information. And we walked out and he was really angry that I wasn't thinking about the fact what could that be used against me or him for if I just give them our social security number, right? Right.
0: Yeah. And, and we're very, you know, as a society, we really have gotten into this. Well, I can just give anything away. It's all searchable. Why shouldn't I share it? And the reality is, it's ours. Why shouldn't we own it and decide what we want to share and when, and then be able to pull it back when it's no longer needed in that transaction? Yeah. And why shouldn't we, furthermore, and this gets a little into the future, but why shouldn't we be able to monetize it ourselves? Why does the advertiser get to monetize everything? But that's, that's a story for another day. Yeah. You We're know, in conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about the, the business space and the employment space, yeah. where is it today that candidates and contractors and employees, and you mentioned even entrepreneurs,
2: mm-hmm.
0: where is it today that we need to be thinking about as the workplace shifts how do we help protect ourselves or how do companies help protect their candidates and their employees relative to privacy? Um, And, you know, as more and more things are going online and more things are compromised, how do we know that the person that's come in to apply for a job is really who they say they are? Because when you think about it, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to name names, but there is know one site that almost everybody goes to to put all their information Mm -hmm. um and i use them too there's nothing wrong with them they're a great site yeah you could say anything you want to say on there i can make up a whole new id yeah i'm the president of xyz company yeah there's no verification mechanism in there so how do we know people are who they say they are what is the mechanism to verify those credentials right now And how are they being protected? One of those sites that we won't say Mm -hmm. right now in the last year had almost 700 million of their records leaked or breached. And things are happening so fast with these data breaches across all kinds of companies that, you know, there was a time years ago where it would be on the news, you know, XYZ company's data records were breached, this store's data records were breached, you know, and you would see it on the news.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now you don't even get a, you don't even get a notice.
2: Or even your credit card companies have come out saying, Oh, there's a breach here, your uh, information might have gotten out. I mean, a number of years ago, I got uh, a charge. Thank God my bank was like, I don't think this is valid. It says you were in London last week and charged up $4,000 in suits. So we uh, denied it. I'm like, good, because I wasn't in London last week.
0: (laughs) You don't even get those notices anymore. You just all of a sudden get your new card in the mail or whatever, it used to be that you got free credit monitoring. they don't even bother with that because the breaches happen so often. Mm. There's literally a new victim of identity set every two seconds. Oh my that's, God. that's staggering.
2: Now, so- I'm curious, what can individuals do? I, I know your company helps with this for business and contract, but what can people be paying attention to as far as being out in the digital um, online arena to protect themselves a little bit from all of this? Is there anything that people can do?
0: And, you know, there, there's a number of things. I, first off, you, you just have to, you have to be smart, right? right. I mean, you, you shouldn't have the same, obviously the things that we all have heard, but we don't do, we shouldn't have the same password everywhere, right? Mm. You know, you shouldn't write your social security number down on a piece of paper and give it to someone, of course. Your husband yeah. is very smart in saying that. <laughs> um, but then there's things like, as as, as candidates or as employers, you know, it's thinking about how do we take business to the next level Mm -hmm. and really start thinking about what is the information we're going to share in that exchange process Mm -hmm. and how are we going to elevate the next way we do things? So, um, for example, you know, we are saying in our organization that we don't think consumers should show all their information when they show their ID. There should be technology that supports a way to exchange information Mm -hmm. that's protected. Mm
2: -hmm. So
0: as companies come out and create ways to do that, it's important for businesses to say, okay, we're going to accept that. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's it's a two-sided market taste. And both the consumer and the business has to say we value this exchange and we're willing to do things differently than we've done before because we recognize that it's important for us to help protect each other Mm -hmm. and move forward. And so, you know, there's this friction that says, well, I've always done it the way I've always done it. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to change it because it's harder or it's different. And Mm -hmm. so I'm not concerned if it, you know, I'm not concerned if the way you've always, the way you've always submitted your application to me is on paper and I'm not concerned if that gives me vulnerability. Mm -hmm. This might be the employer's thinking um, too bad. Because it's going to cost me money or it's going to inconvenience me to change my record keeping or it Mm -hmm. seems different than the way I've done it. I have 27 other things to do as a business owner, which is probably true. I do Mm -hmm. have 27 other things. Mm -hmm. I'm a business owner. I get it. Yeah. Somebody somewhere has got to start saying privacy matters Mm -hmm. and these vulnerabilities are unacceptable. So we're going to start looking at how do we change with the consumer and make this important.
2: Great. So I'd love to see a picture of how Thrivacy or the future of work looks like for protecting future employees. What would be the best scenario of them walking in? How do you protect employees, contractors and such?
0: Sure. So the best case scenario and what that looks like is let's just assume it starts with a candidate applying. Right. Mm -hmm. That candidate would be able to show credentials of their past work history. That have been verified mm-hmm. and those verified credentials are um, immutable, right? They know, they've already been verified. They can't be changed. Okay. Um, but they are shown to the employer or the prospective employer in a way that the credential is proven, mm-hmm. but not held by the employer. They're held in a digital wallet by the candidate. So, the candidate is controlling the information. Got it. Going it to the employer for verification, mm-hmm. but the employer is not holding it in their records and there's nothing that can be hacked. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And then, if the candidate doesn't move on in the process, because let's face it, not everybody moves on, not everybody's the right fit, mm-hmm. um, and that's okay, that the candidate can then take their information back. Okay. That you're only showing what you need to show and nothing else. That's great. that would be ideal it would be and that also the mechanisms to verify what else matters in the process right because Mm -hmm. people are more than just a resume it's Mm -hmm. not just your job experience it's also the soft skills that need to be measured and shared yeah and those are actually what's more important the cultural fit the life experiences Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of organizations that are looking for ways to measure these and share these and exchange these and these are wildly important your life experience is so much more than just if you worked at company a b or c
2: mm-hmm. and and also for em, employees and businesses to say okay they've got all these other soft skills let's say they're coming in um, for an accounting position but they've got other soft skills. they've done speaking events or whatever um how might they be useful in our organization using their other soft skills along with whatever they apply to maybe they're more uh, fit for another position we have open based on their soft skills. And not right. just be, uh, in the past, I think employers were more like, okay, what's on the piece of paper? You've done this type of job for like ever. That's all we're looking at.
0: Right. And mm-hmm. particularly in today's world where we are looking at people who want to have flexible work arrangements, the ability to work mm-hmm. from home, the ability mm-hmm. to, you know, travel. We need to see all those other things. You know, we need to know can this person. Um, Mm -hmm. adapt to a culture that is remote or hybrid? How does this person communicate when everything's gonna be over Zoom? Mm -hmm. Uh, How did this person handle, um, you know, working with multicultural teams or any of these other things that are unique to today's world that just, we didn't think about 15, 20 years ago. Exactly. Um, We wanna be able to share those experiences and create these rich cultures. We also need to be able to move quickly. Let's face it, in today's world, it's very competitive to get yeah. great people in your door. And if you can't move quickly, you're mm-hmm. going to lose a great person. Um, and you know, if you have a huge backlog because you have a very labor-intensive process that requires a lot of paperwork and um, you mm-hmm. know, background checks, and I'm not saying these are important, they are, but why should you have to wait for them by going through tons of different systems? If those credentials could already be there, you could walk in the door and see that the candidate had already been vetted and proven. And it's right there, you shave time off. And like yeah. the time to fill is hugely important mm-hmm. in today's world. Yeah. Because and- the quicker to get the person in the faster you're going to fill your job and you're not going to lose that wonderful candidate to your competitor.
2: Yeah, this is fascinating. But from all your experiences in the HR world, how do you vet someone for soft skills? Because I can get like, skills that are hard that you can me- more easily measure, but how do you measure someone for the soft skills they may, may have?
0: So there, I mean, And there's, there's several different uh, mm. scenarios. Some of it is definitely traditional behavioral-based interview questions and finding scenarios like that. Mm. But there are also um, a number of um, assessments that you can use to quantify or qualify people along mm-hmm. different solutions. Yeah. There are um, there's also a number of different organizations and groups that are looking at um, creating credentials that can measure or verify mm-hmm. certain um, experiences and be able to show that these experiences have this value mm-hmm. and then rate them and put them into credentials.
2: Um, Okay.
0: And so also just attending certain seminars are, are, and just using this as an example, are these seminars or these certifications, what is the value of them? How do those apply to your organization? Mm. And so for that organization to then say, this certification has this value or this course has this value. um, In addition to this traditional workplace Mm. number of years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and, and this is fascinating. I had told a story on the show before of one company I went to years and years ago that was ready to close up the interview because I didn't have a set of educational uh, qualifications I wanted. And they said, um, basically they, they used the old edge. Well, why should we hire you? You don't have the educational experience that we need. And I said, Well, I value education greatly and fast so much so that I hire a tutor on the weekend to go over things that fascinate me like mathematics, because I just love math, but I'm not really good at it. And of course, I didn't know the person I was interviewing with had been a major his major had been mathematics. So then we talked math the next 15 minutes, and I got the job. Um, but uh, it was something like that. It's, it's being able to say, okay, you don't have what specifically we put out there in writing. But can you prove to us you've got what we need? And I was able to do that. And then uh, we sealed the deal. Um, so I think that's what you're referring to as far as you know, getting at more of the soft skills.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I think as we continue to evolve and look at what do we need to do? Where are we going? But more importantly, how do we help people feel comfortable in sharing that? And trusting that that information when it's exchanged is verified and vetted and truthful. Yeah. You know, and you were talking about contractors, even I think contractors are fascinating because we are going to more and more of that gig worker economy. Yeah. How do you know when you bring a gig worker, whether they're into your business or into your home, how do you know that person is exactly who they say they are?
2: Mm. Right. And how do
0: we, how do we build that trust?
2: Mm. Both sides. Both sides. Because the the contractor, I had worked as a contractor for a number of years, I went from the corporate world. And then it was hard getting my brain to be like, okay, now I'm a contractor and my name's on the line as far as what work I bring to the table. As an employee, it's a little different. You're on a probational three month period. Yeah, they bring you as a contractor, they want instant results and they want to see measurable, like, what is your plan to get us from x, uh, from A to Z, Um, those a different mindset, but also um, being, you know, my first couple of clients, I had to prove to them, how could I operate as a contractor and give them what they need and be efficient because they don't want to waste their money and, uh, and their time and the same vice versa. So I also had to just bring my past employers to the table because I hadn't done past contracting work. So I think one of my past employers were the ones that first hired me as a contractor.
0: Right. Yeah. And that's, that's often the best way to build a contract business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But beyond that, it's just, it's even that simple exchange of you know, one of the things I always, I've, I've talked about with some people, a lot of us, um, particularly now that COVID people are going back to the workplace, that mm-hmm. person comes in to walk your dogs, right? That's like the most basic example mm-hmm. of um, a contractor that comes into your home that we think about all the time. But they come to your door, they walk your dog. For so many of us, dog is, is your family member, Yeah. right? That's like your, your, your child or your parent, mm-hmm. um, but you're letting that person come to you and your dog's not going to be able to tell you if they weren't well treated. I know.
2: Unless God forbid you see them hurt, you know? know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But how do you know that that dog walker really is safe? Mm -hmm. You know, how do we vet those? And so all of these different things keep coming up with, how do we know people are who they say they are? And then how Mm -hmm. do we share that in a digital way that Mm -hmm. is meaningful? And then how do we protect that information Uh that is shared to make sure that someone can't get access to that data, manipulate it, and then resell it in a way that's dangerous. To- yeah,
2: I, I love it. Now, how do companies or cons- how do people get involved with privacy? get it activated into their system or, or even maybe even a customer? What does it look like today? How do they do that?
0: Today, we are still in our beta stage. And so people can join us as a pre-sale on our beta list cool. and let us know that they wanna be able to sign up to test with us. Um, and we will be launching later this summer and so we're very excited to be coming to market which is an exciting time for all of us and anybody who says hey I love to test things and mm-hmm. let you know when I find things out and be the first one we are always excited to talk to those people um, and you know it's it's in a new and emerging area and that's what's really exciting about about the idea of holding all of this kind of information in, mm-hmm. in your wallet.
2: Well, I love it because uh, you know anything that can make people feel safer. Like we had talked about earlier on in our conversation, it, fraud is rampant everywhere, and uh, people's information are flying all over the web. And it, it, more than ever, we need to think about protecting ourselves as business, as um, individuals. Uh, And I really thank you, Nicole, and for everything that Thrivacy is doing to bring about ways to protect people. Thank you so much. Uh, um, Where can they find out more about you? Uh, Can you present a website where they can go to? I have Thrivacy.io. Is that correct?
0: Yep. They can visit our website at Mm www.thrivacy.io. Or um, our uh, Instagram is um, mythrivacy.io. Our Facebook is Thrivacy. We have a Twitter page. So we love social because yeah. um, it's a great way to connect. And they certainly can find me on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. I am all over the place. And I love to, I love to talk to people. Shocking. Exactly. Um, yes, so, right. so they're certainly welcome to ping me anytime. And I'd be happy to, to have a conversation.
2: That's awesome, Nicole. I'll just spell it uh, for anyone, it's down below, but if anyone's not watching and they're listening, it dot T-H-R-I-V-A-C-Y.io. Uh, find out more information today on social or go to their website. And thank you, Nicole, for coming today to Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you so much for having me. You betcha.
1: The
2: cat At Dunkin', we're getting ready for sunnier days with our Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. A bright and balanced iced coffee with notes of cocoa, tangy sweetness, and toasted nuts. Made to brighten every day a little more. Soak in the sunshine a little more. And fill every moment with a little more, more. Because we aren't just chasing sunsets anymore. We're counting sunrises too. Do more with Dunkin' Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. Brewed for brighter days. Enjoy a medium for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer i sure.